0: Going once, going twice, sold. You're listening to The Property Pod, an accessible and easy way to get into or help understand the goings-on of the property market. Join Aaron, John and Pat as they discuss all things real estate, most likely get sidetracked and then try and rein it all back in as they present The Property Pod. Ahoy there listeners, everybody out there, welcome back to The Property Pod, your easy to access property podcast. That's what we do. We've done it 20 times now and it's still hard to come up with an introduction each week, but (laughs) I do try. That's why we
1: leave it to you. Yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) I appreciate that boys. Uh, You're you're welcome. You'll hear the the voices on the deck. I've got Patrick Berry over there from 414 Real Estate. How are you, Paddy B? I'm very good to be back. It's good that you're back. You're healthy, you're kicking goals. That's it. It's actually funny. Last week's episode, we talked about... how we wanted to go and sun ourselves by the pool and maybe record in the sun. Oh, yeah. And this week has been week from hell weather-wise. <laughs> like it <laughs> hasn't let up. Like it Actually, the Mount Wellington looks like a Boston bun at the moment. It's, it's got a very, very white frosty uh, – it's very low with the snow.
2: Oh, what <laughs> Logan Snow? That
0: sounded pretty good. That sounded like a real radio presenter, Logan Logan Low. Yeah, that was DJ Low <laughs> with his
2: with his mountain snow, yeah, his mountain snow hit.
0: <laughs>
2: let's let's bring Mum in
0: before we. Oh, I was actually going to be like,
2: man, she's
1: over there sitting in the seat thinking, why the hell did I come back?
0: <laughs> well, the key word there is come back, ladies and gentlemen, we have our first return visitor. She uh, enjoyed it so much last week and we didn't scare her off. We've got Julie McGregor. Good morning, guys. Thanks so much for
3: coming back, Thanks Julie. Pleasure. Thanks for asking me.
0: How did you find the experience last week?
3: Well, I thought it was very entertaining. Oh, good.
1: <laughs> well, I actually thought when John said he'd get you in this week that we were just swapping out. I didn't realise John was coming back as well. I thought we would we we'll just make it again. Yeah, that's true. We
0: made the joke at the end of last episode that we'd have a rotating McGregor chair. So. <laughs> right,
2: yeah. Well, there's, there's a few of us now. I could bring in my cousins and then my famous brother and then the other one that's smarter and more good looking than both of us we could just keep rolling around there you go we could each 20 (laughs) episodes are you saying that her and
0: i are stuck with the bottom of the
2: barrel
0: (laughs) 100 (laughs) percent. that's all right mate julie's here She'll save the day. <laughs> so did you that get any feedback from being on the podcast where you walk down the street and be like, oh,
3: my God, it's that lady from the podcast? Uh, well, no, not exactly. Uh, but
0: well, That's depressing. <laughs> wait, wait for it. It's coming. <laughs>
3: yeah. oh, I'm looking forward to it the, the, on the podcast with the three famous realtors. Indeed. <laughs> well, no,
0: look, it was really good. My mm-hmm. mum also listens. So this is just a podcast for mums at the moment. But <laughs> she was like, oh, was so lovely hearing Julie on there and, and John being so nice to his mother on there. I said, oh, I wouldn't be that nice. <laughs> What I like about your mum is I know that she's dedicated every week to listening.
1: She is. Do you want to know where she listens? Where? No, no, I better not say. <laughs> My mum, I know for a fact, has listened to one episode. If I'm lucky, <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> she probably busy. cut it out of the first
0: two minutes as well. Yeah, <laughs> because I've heard these boys talk too much. <laughs> <laughs> also today, we're uh, we're going to jump into a bit more rental stuff. We've got Julie on the line, or not on the line. She's actually here with us again, yep. which is great. But um, we're going to jump into stuff to do with like rents and bonds. But we mm. just there's a quick little thing. Pat was talking with what's our friend from Domain. Jason. Jason, that's him. He was episode a 2 or 3, was he? 2. He I, was think. I think it was episode I two, think 2. Yeah. Two. Yep. yeah. So yes, you so were you were chatting with him this week and he had some interesting news, a bit of a press release that we yeah. thought we could pass along the line.
1: Yeah, so apparently we have competition out there now. Competition, yeah, yeah, so apparently we're not no longer the only easy-to-access real estate show. Yeah.
2: We, we got in first. <laughs> <laughs> there are other ones before us, but we were the first ease of access.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so Domain are now partnershiped with Channel 9. Obviously, you would have seen on the block. They've got Domain logos everywhere. Yeah, Domain's all over
0: the block. Yeah,
1: so the Channel 9 and Domain are owned by the same people. And they have actually, on the 7th of September, going to be launching a show called Your Domain.
0: A real estate show. Yeah, I oh, got it. A yeah. TV show or a radio show? Or oh, yeah, that's a fair okay, point. TV show. Okay, yeah. yeah
2: so. <laughs> <laughs> Just got to keep getting those slow
1: <laughs> bits of information from you. <laughs> <laughs> on a Saturday well, morning. You right? know my research <laughs> for these shows are five minutes before we turn the mics on. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Look, I'll get through the article. Wait, 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 wait. Um, so tell us tell us more about the show. It's gonna be a weekly show. Yeah, so on a weekly TV. show
1: on Channel Nine on Saturday mornings. It's gonna talk about obviously auctions, upcoming things that's happening in the marketplace, things like how to get your house ready for sale, those type of things as well. So yeah, cool. It's going to be a mix of a bit of a variety show as well as a sort of data show as well. Yeah. So I think it could be an interesting look. They have indicated as well that they are going to go out to regional areas as well. So maybe they'll come to Hobart one day. Maybe although, get on the show. Although it seems to be whenever you watch the Today Show or Channel 9 that... Australia and Tasmania are different countries because when they talk about Australia,
0: we're never there.
3: Ah, oh, so well,
0: I like being exclusive. <laughs> have,
3: that's that's have to true. Actually, your
1: podcast.
0: Yeah, if that's it. I have to put it out there. Pass it up the line, and maybe we'll um, get a little shout out.
1: Yeah. So Shelley Craft and Chris, someone.
0: <laughs> oh, Shelley from the block.
1: They're going to be the hosts <laughs> of the hell <laughs> <show? laughs> <laughs> that mystery. Chris. <laughs> was she? Um, well, everyone
0: knows Shelley. No. <laughs> I'm
2: still Shelley from the block.
1: <laughs> I
0: should do it. Was she one of the? Um, <laughs> she was on like, a kids' show Stewart when we again. were. Was she an aggro or something when we were kids? Uh, no, it wasn't aggro. It was
2: Disney's, um, the Disney, Saturday oh, Disney. Saturday Disney. Oh, yeah. that oh, good. Love that show. So she's gone from Saturday morning.
0: TV. Primetime children's TV. Back, and now she's on back Saturday morning primetime real, real estate. estate. And that's what, probably what they're marketing at. They're like, all the kids that used to <laughs> yeah. get up early <laughs> <And> now
3: <laughs> ready. Yeah, yeah they're ready to, ready to buy, to
2: sell. buy a house. So Shelly.
0: No, yeah, it takes me back. I feel safe watching that show. <laughs> I think her
3: husband's a real estate agent as well.
0: Oh, really? She does yeah. seem like she knows her stuff when she's on the block. It's not just she's there to look pretty. Scotty does need her help a fair bit of the time. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, well, as of end of september we can start reviewing each week's episode yeah so critique <laughs> yeah does that mean I high can, standards i can claim too. my tv back on taxi for research I, yeah i don't you have to talk to your again on that i don't know <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, enough about that. I just thought it was interesting that a show was coming out solely about real estate because yeah, yeah. they well, don't domain. really exist. So it'd be interesting to see well, it used where to they be go that, it. Um,
0: oh no, that was just a money show, wasn't it? Money with Paul Clitheroe. Mm. Oh, yeah, that mm.
1: was like finance in general, yeah. it wasn't just real estate. <laughs> what about that? Our house,
0: the one with um, Shirley Strawn.
3: Oh. It was a very,
2: very, <laughs> very fun <fine> house.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> what was that about? That was Claude the Crow. Oh. That with Claude the Crow, remember? What? Oh, that's right. oh yes. And he used to try and get that a uh, good, clear view of the abattoir. That's right, yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: We're going way back. Pat's just like, what are you guys talking about?
2: If you want to remember who our demographic is, people <laughs> yeah. are listening and like, what the hell are they talking people about? People would just get asking, so what kind of, you know, impact on the value of my house will I have if I've got clear view of the abattoir? <laughs> <laughs>
3: well, if you've got a crow.
2: If you've got a crow, yeah, it's big. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. So for those clients out there, you've got a few of the the abattoir. Your best clients going to be your resident crow. But yes, and, and exactly. it's family. That's who yeah. you're going to market that's, to. That's going to
0: be your money burner. There, right there. <laughs> All right, guys. So this got a that, that, that advice is for free. <laughs> and John is having a blast with it. I can just see his face lighting up. He's like, "And Mum's and Mum's here to spew as well." Yeah. And I'm here with a blank face, like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Why did I get but out just, of bed for pro- this? The
2: problem is because I've got the clear vision of that happening right now. Mm. So, yeah, anyway. I'll stop.
0: All right. So what we might do is we'll cut off to our first ad. <laughs> we'll recenter and our coffee's just arrived. Thank you, Paul Berry, for those. Yeah, I, was, I just when he called in, I just wanted I wanted to stop and
2: say a quick shout-out, but you guys were on a roll because what's that who's the artist that has that song, I need a hero, but don't down. Calling up a hero. Yeah, that's what I felt like Paul was just now. He
0: definitely was.
2: <laughs>
1: well, I like to it's uh
2: where are we? We're shaking coffee
1: today. No, know we're Agent, Agent Cooper, Cooper. today. Mm. I like to think of John as my messiah. John down there at the beard and just he looks like Coffee (laughs) Jesus.
0: It's pretty funny that you guys are right next door to Shaker Leg and we're like pretty much right next door to Agent Cooper. It's like they knew that that estate agents were big coffee drinkers. (laughs) That's the biggest money. Yeah, this is where you open up a business. (laughs) All right, add time. We'll be back. Thank you for listening this far. (laughs) But not Pat's (laughs) mum. Cut out early. Uh.
2: 414 Real Estate has been operating within the northern suburbs of Hobart since 2006. With their innovative approach to marketing and managing your property, they have all your property needs covered. Find out more by visiting them today at
3: 414.com.au.
0: All right, so this week we're going to deep dive into Bonds, not uh, not James Bond. Um, but Although that would be a good topic. Oh, well, there was great there topic. was Bond news this week, the new title but of the probably, new Probably Probably the wrong wrong type of show to talk about that. We can talk about Bond all day. I'll talk about Bond for the whole show if you want. <laughs> Easy peasy, I can tell you who my favourite is, <laughs> which ones <laughs> are the good. But we're talking clients. about rental Bonds, let's just get oh. going. <laughs> they do have
2: some nice real estate that he stays in quite often. So. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, like the GoldenEye... Um, Thing of the Bahamas. That's true, exactly. So there's a good segue, but until then. The houses are more the evil villains, not Bond himself. Just
1: fine. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, Patrick, you were going to tell us about Bonds. I was. Well, I was listening to Triple J yesterday morning and the Breakfast Boys were asking people to – I can't remember their names. Liam and someone? Ben and Liam. Boom. They were asking people to call in and give horror stories about how they had not got their Bond back and the reasons why. And then I was thinking, well – like some of the syrues were pretty silly
0: and how true they were I'm not really sure. Do you remember any of the ones that they mentioned? Or,
1: uh, One girl rang up and said that she was told that she couldn't have a bond back until she went and cleaned the kitchen and when she met the agent at the property to clean the kitchen there was one hair in a cupboard and when she removed that hair while the agent was standing there she asked what else and the agent sort of had a blank face. That was face enough. Nothing <laughs> and it's like, I guess that's it. <laughs> Wow. Now, whether or not that's a true story not, because in my opinion we'd probably just get rid of the hair when we did the yeah.
3: inspection. Yeah, definitely. But
1: it well, was so th- just really weird that the hair was the same colour as the agent that was showing the house too. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well,
3: the thing
2: that surprised me about hair is in, in the same breath someone can say, geez, your hair's beautiful, and then one falls off and falls on the floor, then like,
0: oh, my God, that's disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not touching that.
2: So that's probably what happened in that situation. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I thought why don't we have a chat
1: about what is a bond? how it works in Tasmania Mm. and like who decides if
0: you get a bond back and how do you get it back so the process involved in it. And so that thought process led you down the path of who is our resident show rental expert?
1: I thought that John and I don't know... Enough, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. we didn't want to say the wrong legislation. So John's like, "Oh, I'll get Mum back on." And I think he was quite excited on the phone about it. So Mum's free, Mum's free. <laughs> and so here we are. And we greatly
0: appreciate <laughs> yeah. to have you back, Julie. We'll try
3: not to get it wrong. For me.
0: <laughs> are you feeling safe on the mic today? Because I feel like we're in a bit of a sillier mood than last week.
3: you like you. You look very animated this week.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and we're only on our first coffee. <laughs> you should see Aaron and I by eleven. <laughs> mm. <laughs> All right, so let's talk. Bonds, for the people out there that don't really know what it is, can you describe a bond to me? Yeah, and what, what's its purpose?
3: Yeah, so uh, a bond is to secure, if you like, <coughs> or give the owner or an owner of a property some sort of security. So it, it, for the tenant, the tenant's paying a bond um, in good faith saying that, you know, they will look after the property, they will pay their rent, they will live under the standards of the lease agreement and the owner is also, he has his own guidelines to follow as well. Yep, so, like an insurance...
0: Yeah, on, like protection, I guess. Or a retainer yeah. that this is, I'll look after the place and this is how much money I'll... Outlay now to say that this is...
3: Well, it's given in good faith. um, And I guess
1: to keep you honest when you leave, to make sure that you return it back to the same condition it was
2: when you moved into it. That's right. I kind of like the analogy of um, skin in the game as well. So it's like, well, there is some investment there to ensure that, you know, once they leave, you know, we'll commit this so that we know we'll do our absolute best to live in the same condition so I can get that back.
0: And so then a bond is then returned to the tenant once they've left the place... And in a suitable condition. Providing
3: it's left back in the same sort of condition as what it was given in. Yep. Mm. Allowing for fair wear and tear.
0: And then how do they work out what a bond w- – I feel like I've seen in movies, you know, you've got to pay four weeks. you got to pay four weeks to get this place and I need four <laughs> weeks down payment. <laughs>
2: yeah, that's the down payment. Because each state's each got
0: different –
2: Max, what's the maximum in Tassie? It's four weeks, right? Four weeks, yeah. So oh. I
0: guess when you're entering into a lease agreement, what you basically need prior to it is – Four weeks rent and then the following week?
3: Generally speaking, it's it's six weeks rent, so four weeks for your bond, which gets lodged with the RDA.
1: So that's a fair point to point out as well for a lot of people. They need to realise that the real estate agent doesn't actually hold the bond. Mm. And we have no control over the bond. So we might take it, but we pass it straight back on within 24 hours, is mm. it?
3: And generally speaking, um, the tenants now can just pay it direct to the RDA. Which it's I think a lot simple. most people
1: are doing these days.
3: They are. And it's all online. Yep. Um, so every tenant has their own unique portal login. So they can see that their bond is there and track it and…
1: and it- I think that's important for tenants to realise as well is that the RDA is holding the bond, not us. So
0: at the end of the day, they make the final decision whether or not a bond is returned. So the RDA is a governing body that is overseeing that. Yeah, so the, you answer to them as well as...
3: They're the independent umpire. So, I like that. So, yeah. um,
2: <laughs> But
0: that never used to be the
2: case, though, was it? That, it wasn't always well, in place. Well, it used to be
3: held in... Uh, in trust, yep.
2: So in trust with yeah. the real estate
3: with, real, real, with the real estate company, but it hasn't been like that for quite some time now.
2: So what about in the um, – because the, the RDA was – the biggest problems came from private disputes, wasn't it? So originally the owner would hold the bond as well?
3: Yeah, that's right. It came from private situations, not so much real estate agents, and, and that's why the RDA eventually was formed to try and stop – you know, stop that happening.
2: Yeah, because there was an instance where obviously the tenants paid, you know, the four weeks bond in good faith and then come the end of the tenancy, the, the, the landlord just doesn't have the cash available. It's like, too bad.
0: Oh, okay. Mm. So this is in a situation where you're privately renting it out yep. yourself. So, say I had an investment property, I would also be getting the bond sent to the RDA. It's not just
3: yeah,
2: that, yeah, that's right. Yes. But that real estate companies, we've got a trust account that's audited, and you know, where we're legally, you know, there's some serious ramifications for tampering with that account. Yep. Whereas in a private situation, it was that the the tenant would pay the two weeks in advance, and then the four, four weeks as well. And then but, there was, Barley but there was yeah, but there's no regulation on how that bond was to be maintained from the private landlord. So most of the problems came as it rose out of, you know, the landlords at the time not having their money available to pay the bond.
3: Yeah, and also too, the rent's not in advance as such, it's the first two weeks rent that are paid. So, for instance, if you come in on the 1st, you pay the rent from the 1st to the 14th and then your rent's due again on the 14th to the 28th. So, sometimes that in advance gets confused as well. Because tenants will sometimes think, oh, no, I, if you say, oh, I paid that first two weeks rent in advance, they think then two weeks before their lease expires, well, I don't have to pay that two weeks rent yeah, I've because already. Mm. I've already paid it in advance. So, sure. Mm. Yeah.
2: Because often, you, you, you've often, you taught me to, it's better to think of it more so as calculated as a daily rate. That's right.
3: Yeah. 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 So,
2: you're paying per day, not per two weeks or monthly. It's just, it ends up being coming down to a day. So, over the 12 months, there might be, you know, 12-month lease, but it's 365 days, so then the so it's just a full amount calculated over that twelve months. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, I think I got what you you just have to make the number different in your head. If you say it was three hundred and twenty, you'd be dropping it down. Divided by seven, yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah.
2: But yep. just, just 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 an easy, yep. um, just an alternative way for people to help calculate it and understand the pay to dates effectively.
3: As a family-run business, First National Real Estate McGregor understands that the property market can be stressful. However, with a strong team in both sales and rentals, we are here to guide you through the property maze. Find out more today at McGregorEtherity.com.
1: So obviously when bonds are involved, to keep obviously the tenant and the landlord on even playing fields, there has to be some documentation to decide what is fair. How does that work? What is what is the documentation?
3: So that's um, the condition report that we do at the beginning of the tenancy um, and the photos that we take. So That we talked about last week. That we talked mm. about last week. There so really, really important for a tenant when to go through that condition report at the beginning because if everybody gets everything right at the beginning, then you don't have those issues at the end. Mm. So
1: for instance, say the tenant gets the condition report and they get to the property and they're reading through obviously what 414 or what McGregor's have written down and they decide, oh, well, this doesn't really match. Do they have any ability to change the condition report or can they bring in additional photos and ask for the photos to be added to the condition report, things like that?
3: They can do all of that um, and encourage too. Yeah. Cool. Um, so um, on the side of the condition report, it'll have whether they agree or not, and then a, a space for them to write what they see extra. I mean, we're going in and doing a condition report, and we're all human; we might miss things. Mm. So that's where it's really important for them to record them. They then bring them back yep. um, mm. to an office. Um, we'll then go through them to make sure that you know we agree as well. Yep. Everyone's in agreement; all signed off. That's what that's cool. what's used at the end.
0: Kind of like when you rent a car. ...and you'll go around exactly. it and take the photos of all the dings on it already... ...and you make sure the person sees you do it. You're like, hey, I just... I just yeah. took that photo <laughs> yeah. so I know this one's already here. Yeah. Don't sting me when I get back. And mm. that's
3: where the photos are good too because yes. they just back it up. So yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. and that's why I wanted to check
1: like with the radio yesterday when people were calling in, they were complaining that I was told that the windows needed to be cleaned and this needed to be done but they were all dirty when I got in there and I'm thinking at the time when I'm listening to them, but why didn't you add that to your condition report? Mm. There's opportunity there for you to change if it says it's clean on one report and you decide it's not when you arrive, you can't. Twelve months later, turn around and say, "Well, no, that was dirty when I
2: got there." Well, the the other one, the other one too, is it'll be, oh, it's cleaner than when I got in there to begin with. I've I've cleaned it better than when I moved in. It's like, well, yeah, it might have been important for you to note that as well. Yeah,
3: Mm. yeah, I'd be a millionaire if I put that in my little coin jar. Yeah,
2: that's one of the yeah the coin jars of every time you've heard that statement. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) So for anyone out there that's listening, it's important to note that when you move into a property, go through the condition report. And And also, too, it's a red flag if
2: you are in a private... I mean, again, renting through a professional agency, obviously there are standards that we hold ourselves to to provide a better service for both sides. But, you know, in a private situation, that's a huge red flag if, you know, you've got an A4 piece of paper with a few lines on it that says condition report and says good. It's like, okay, you've got to be really careful in this moment because there's just not enough documentation to be able to protect you in that case. Well,
1: that's it. I know our girls, their reports have, like... Hundreds of photos. Like we're Mm -hmm. talking three, four hundred photos per condition report
0: these days. It's just ridiculous. That would Sorry. have been a lot but of film it, back in the day,
3: Julie. <laughs> we didn't and do that many We that would, that would
0: have been back down, back. Down, <laughs> at, down at the Kodak. So they would like, holy <laughs> moly, here comes
3: Julie. We were, we were good customers. Yeah, it was, it was, it
2: was, you could really tell when the guy started wearing gold rings. <laughs> and, you know, He's going around and rolls around in Moona. like, bugger. <laughs> uh,
3: yeah, no, but there are um, a lot of photos taken and it just protects everyone. Uh, I've got to say too, though, um, for the tenant, um, there is protection against that private landlord that might say oh you know we don't we don't need a condition report we can just you know, we're we buddies it. we're all, friends it's, all, it's good. all good chum chum um, if there is something wrong because the rda is there now that landlord would have to provide evidence to say what it was like before the tenant oh, in and what they caused so yeah. it does protect them a little am bit
1: am i on the right train are they able to take a bond without a condition report
3: they—they're supposed to have a condition. Yeah, report.
1: Yeah. So for any listeners out there as well, a landlord can't force you to take a bond unless they provide you with a condition report. It's a part of the
3: act. That's correct. Yeah. Yep. Mm. But the condition report can be a one pager. The one pager.
2: All perfect.
1: Yeah. Which
3: doesn't. Um,
2: <laughs> Never better.
3: Doesn't <laughs> them as such, and then that can cause the arguments at the end.
0: So if going into private landlordship—is that a word? Private land. We're Isn't going, we're going with it. We're going with Close it. Close enough. Yeah, that'll that'll play. Mm. If you if you're going into that, does every house that's rented out have to go through all these things or can you be like a dodgy one that it's all just cash and
3: Well, I mean I'm, i it might happen. Oh yeah, I just not sure if there's under le- legislation, no. Yes, okay,
0: that's what I wanted to check. Is are there legal Really cool. Well, it's probably no. – to,
2: to answer that, yeah, I admit it becomes a tenancy, it comes under the same act. Yes. Yeah. So okay. one of the things you could consider is – and it would be really frightening for tenants who are really in a stressful situation and they're really stressful because they've got no accommodation and they're really having to sacrifice a lot of those, you could call them rights, which they have and they don't know and they're not, they don't understand so they – go into a really bad situation where they, you know they're in trouble in some respects because you know they're paying more than they should be they don't have all the covers that they need to and they just don't know the right bodies to turn to when something goes wrong and they want to stay silent because they're thinking oh if I say something to this landlord they're going to kick me out and I'm stuck again you know? yeah so um, and that's, a, that's got to be hard for something
0: Oh well, I, I had no idea about this RDA thing yeah before this morning I wouldn't have if someone said to me rent out your house or I've got a little shanty at the back of my house that's mm. kind of a self-contained unit. It's if I'd
1: perfect for a slumlord situation, that little <laughs> shanty of yours. Yes, yeah. Okay, so yeah, yeah. 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 If, if you want to be a
0: slumlord. If yeah. I wanted to have a big fur coat like Pat, walk around with my cane and the goblet. Or <laughs> like the Rolls Royce like the photographer back in the day. Like that guy, yeah. yeah. I wonder what he's doing there. Oh. Not much. <laughs> but say I was to want to do that, I'd have no idea. Film will
2: never
1: yeah. die.
0: <laughs> Film will never <laughs> die. Not for this guy. <laughs> he's all in. <laughs> if I was to do that, I wouldn't know. About the RDA or any of these things, I'd be like, oh, yeah, mate, you can just pay me a hundred (laughs) bucks and stay in my back house. But I don't know.
3: And that doesn't look after either of you. No, No, exactly. So I wouldn't have known.
0: Yeah. So this is actually really interesting from my point of view, because Mm. I'm like, oh, that's something I may look into, or especially there's, you know, lots of housing problems in Hobart. Mm. If I've got that ability to do that with my little back house, then kind of why not? So what's well, so with that? Um, if you know, if tenants
2: are looking at properties, I'm like what are the what are a couple of things that really you'd, you know be advising advising them to look out for to help protect themselves as they move in?
3: We'll make sure that they've got all that the paperwork. Make sure that their um, the owner has got a good condition report. Mm. Um, that their bond is lodged with the RDA. You know, it, it makes go through the house. If you're not happy with something, say mm-hmm. write it on your condition report. Ask for it to be.
1: And if, you, and if you are dealing with a private landlord, you can say to them that, that you only want to pay the bond yourself to the RDA and provide the landlord with a receipt? Like, That's right. So yep. if they're demanding that you pay them the bond directly, you can refuse?
3: That's right. Yep. And you can say, no, I'll, I'll, I'll pay it to direct to the RDA. Yeah.
1: Because mm. um, maybe there's people out there that don't realise that. They think that the
2: landlord asks for it, they have to do it. Mm, yeah. Well, one of the so in that the fun example you said before, Pat, with the hair strand getting left in the cupboard, you um, you mentioned fair wear and tear, right? Which is obviously the. Um, I'm assuming that's just the natural course of living in a house. Some things are going to happen, scuff marks, and so what? What's what are often some common ones that are people either forget or that doesn't count as wear and tear that often causes dis- disputes.
3: Look, I think generally tenants do do their best to try and get the house nice and clean when they go. I mean, you know, it's not. In anybody's nature not to, I wouldn't think really, the majority, Mm. I'm saying, in their nature not to try and do the right thing. However, there are simple things that they'll miss. You know, window tracks, for instance. I mean, if you're going through and you're cleaning a house, who would think of cleaning aluminium window tracks
1: so mm. hole in the wall after an Essendon loss on a Friday night from Aaron. Yeah. That's, a, that's yeah. a repair, is that's
3: it? That's a repair. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's not a, oh shit,
1: I forgot <laughs> about that hole. Yeah, that's well, right.
3: However, <laughs> it, interestingly enough, um, the uh, hole in the wall um, done by a door handle, if there's no door stop there. Uh,
1: is owner's responsibility. Will
3: sometimes co- we'll come back as an owner responsibility because be the, the they should have had the doorstop could there. Could be the mm, wind or sense. it
1: could be some other outside factor that caused the door to make that hole. Definitely well, not the but, bombers losing <laughs> <laughs>
3: Well, we had a... Uh, an incidence um, once where we claimed some of the bond and there was several things but one of them was the hole in the wall. When it went through the RDA we provided all the evidence got awarded to the owner um, to repay for the repairs and the cleaning and things like that but the tenant didn't agree so she then took it to the magistrates court which is within fully within their rights. Uh, When we got to the magistrates court um, obviously you have to go through the whole thing again. The one thing that didn't allow was the hole in the wall from the door handle because there was no doorstop. Okay, that's so unfair.
0: what you what you said there was that they didn't they weren't awarded their entire bond back, but they can get part so, of it back. So did they lose a certain? So in other words, the it?
3: magistrate upheld everything the um, commissioner had.
1: So yeah, I think ruled. what Julie's trying to say she might have been trying to claim say a thousand dollars, and the magistrate let her have nine hundred. Okay, yeah. last mm. yeah, that's just one yeah. to check.
3: I
0: wasn't sure if it was like a one in all in, like if you don't. If you leave the hair or in the mm. cupboard or if you have Can one Can I just hole. say
3: about that hair? Um, <laughs> the hair a, story as a, keeps giving. <laughs> <laughs> as, as a property manager, um, most of us will carry around a little kit in our car. A little cleaning if there's kit. Some, if there's something simple to you be done, we'll just do it ourselves. Of course, yep. it mm. saves us so much time. Now, if that property manager, she'd have probably wasted an hour and a half out of her day to so go back you. to get God. the hair out of the cupboard. So, unlikely that it would...
1: Uh, uh, so, I you're trying to tell this listener was just trying to get fame on national radio? Yeah, why, why let the no, truth We're calling you out, no. <laughs> <laughs>
3: no, I'm just saying that, you know, I probably wouldn't have wasted my time <laughs> taking it back to but get a hair out of it. It's the interesting guy. you
1: oh, yeah. say that because I think, as well, tenants need to realise that as property managers, we're not trying to make this process difficult. No, mm. not like, at all. because. Not only like claiming a bond through the RDA takes time because we need to go to the RDA and ask and plead our case. It's extra work for us. It's extra time that the tenant has to wait to find out what's happening. To
3: get their money back. That's and
1: right. the mm. owner has to wait as well. So nobody at the end of the day wants to go down that path. So we, it's better just to come in and have a conversation isn't it? And just see if we can come to an arrangement on...
3: Absolutely. So the, the idea we're is... We're there to be reasonable. That's right. Yeah. So we're there to work together, really. Um, so the, the idea is before the tenant um, is vacating, most property managers will have a letter, they'll have a checklist and, you know, they'll say, look, what you need to look at is your original condition report. So when you're going around and you're doing your cleaning and you're looking around, refer back to your condition report, refer back to your photos, because that's what we'll use when we do the final.
0: Mm. Yeah, for sure.
3: So, um, and then what we try and do as property managers is get the agreements of the tenant before it gets to a dispute. So you'll have the agreements of a, the tenant. Or it's just say there's a little bit of cleaning that needed doing, you know, do you want to go back? We only have a certain amount of time for you to do that cleaning or would you like us to get in a cleaner? If you want um, us to get in a cleaner, we get the cleaner in, ring the tenant up, we've got the cleaning account in, it's you know, $120, are you happy with that? Yes. Okay, so now we'll submit it from and there. it's all simple. Mm.
0: <laughs> well, we're getting up there in time, guys. Mm. I know, John, you popped uh, – it'll just be a quick little side one. You popped an article into our little Facebook group are a pets, yeah. So boys. there's a
2: lot of discussion because the, the there's there's a push from you know de- depending upon which interest group you're speaking from. But you see in uh, Victoria, I think Mum is it right? They've had a big change to the laws in actually. Can you just expand on that, Mum? Like it's with, the, with the pets, with the pets and the maintenance as yeah. well. I think so. Yeah.
3: Tenants are allowed to have pets, basically. Yeah. N- with no, no, I think no I, say I saw
0: in the article. It says something about like the right to refuse a rental was changing, and you had to go to a tribunal essentially. Well, you
3: have to give good reason as to why not to have a pet. Yeah.
2: And, and, and they're allowed to make minor renovations, is that correct? Mm. Without any permission from the owner as well. So, because mm. it's so new, there's not really any definitions on that just at this stage, is there? Yeah,
3: there's no no case studies on it at all. Yeah, so you no can
2: imagine, what you, know, what, you know, what you know, what's a minor renovation? Is that like, oh, look, they've put up like a barrier in the middle of the land room or just an entire wall section? You know, Is, is that minor? So, it's you know really vague vaguely written yeah, legislation that's going to be really interesting to see what yeah. comes out of that. So in uh, obviously in Tasmania now too there there are some you know, different groups pushing for the same legislation to come through Tasmania so that the what would be then defined as a tenant's right under legislation is you know, vastly different from what we have now, where owners have, uh, well, you know, they have to apply for a tenancy to apply for a, a pet, so it's not just a given that you can have one. Yeah. So, uh, but many years ago, mum, wasn't that there, there used to be a pet bond? Yeah. And then they took that away. Well, you
3: could charge a pet bond. Yeah. Um, and most. Most tenants don't mind paying a pet bond or they never did. They never did. And and often even now they'll still say, oh, you know, I'm happy to pay a pet bond and I'll say, well, we can't take a pet bond. Mm. Yeah, so in the Um, article
0: I read it said that WA is the only state at the moment that currently has a pet bond that you can legally pay and it can only be a certain amount of the... And rent or something, and, and that's the irony of it. Tassie used to have it, yeah, and then it was just removed, and
3: then what would have well, been Well, Because they didn't think it was um, again. It was fair for a tenant to pay extra bond, but um, people that have pets. I mean, most people are responsible pet owners, and they mm. love their pets. It, so for them, uh, you know, that's their baby, if you like. Yeah. So they mm. don't mind. A lot of them don't mind paying that extra money to for, to have, be able to have their pets. Now, if you think about it, if you have a and the reason behind it again, it is protection for the owner, but also it is allowing for say that tenant to be approved that perhaps they might not have been otherwise but if you have say a tenant go in um, they get a week behind in their rent they then you have to give two weeks notice two weeks clear notice Um, they're not out by that time you might have to go to court that four weeks that the owner has Mm. is used up very quickly so if there's any if there's if there is any damage or anything like that done you know where does that come from Mm. you know. Yeah, you've got to get right There's on top pretty, of it. straight individual. away. And the same yeah. with a pet, you know, you might go to a tenant this is a bad tenant, I'm not saying as, mm. again, as I say, most people are good responsible pet owners. But I mean you might mm. get a, a pet that causes a lot of damage. Yep. Mm. If a cat weeze on carpet, for it's instance, you, can't get, pirate. you cannot well, you just, cannot get it out. We
2: just got a you know, quote for a two two bedroom unit with um, and that was three and a half thousand dollars worth of carpet. Wow, You know, so with the, like the one, the $50 a week pet bond doesn't really cover.
3: What anything. and what about the little scratch marks where the cats will crawl up the curtains and you don't notice it until you mm. close the curtains? You've got all these little holes coming through.
0: Mm. The bit I found interesting in the article was it said, you know, a budgie can't really cause that much um, damage, but a fish tank can. Like, and I was like, oh, fish, they can't cause any problem. But they said, if there's no legislation on it's the weight of the tank. It's the weight of the tank and the side tank. You could have a thousand liter tank in your lounge room that's yep. monstrous, mm. and it'll cause all these things. But I was just like, oh yeah, fish, like you know, no pet fish, easy, you got this. Yeah, and I think one of the
2: things that concerns me about tighter and tighter legislation a lot of the time is that it removes the capacity for negotiation. So if it says that, look, you, you can or you cannot or that removes the uh, any form of um, capacity for the clients to, well, for the, to, for to build a relationship to negotiate, well, then you have those instances where all of a sudden it's like you can have a pet, a 400-kilo you know, fish Crocodile. tank, all of a sudden arrives in the centre of the, the land room. And there's but, not, but or a
3: horse to in to, the backyard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or that. But there also too, there's one other thing that everybody forgets, and I'm, I'm definitely, i definitely I agree that there's people out there that need help. But at the end of the day, this house is owned by someone, and it's their house, mm. and it's take taking away some of their rights. Mm. And yeah. They've saved a long time to get this house, um, and to try and get ahead, and you know, it's their house. If they and, don't want, a yeah. Certain, if they want, if it, they don't want, if They want it to be after you know, a
0: certain way. So, yes,
3: I actually believe it's their right to do so.
0: Yeah,
2: and uh, to, to finish up on, and we, if we could have links, is that um, the good thing is now is that uh, with your with your owner, um, the, with the tenancy union, the magistrate, the RDA, there there are so many channels in order to get the right advice. Advice, and so I think with tenants, for us, is that again, we are not working against tenants in that case. Yeah. It's just, we, we want the relation to be as strong as we possibly can, because uh, it makes our job easier. Yeah. You know, like like, you know, who who wants to spend 2 hours cleaning um,
0: you know,
2: a uh, hair strand.
0: Exactly. Julie's <laughs> example before of if I was in that situation, I would have grabbed the hair. I've got my little kit. Mm. I think that sums it up perfectly. Yeah, if yeah. you've got a good property manager, they want everything good to on. run as smoothly as the owner and the tenant. Mm. And let's
3: well, And most people don't like confrontation. Exactly. Yeah. So, yep. you know, nobody's out there to look for it.
0: Yeah. Mm. Awesome. Cool. Well, that was really fun. Thank you for coming in again, Julie.
3: Oh, my pleasure.
0: We'll try and get the hat trick next week. We'll come up with something when we we'll – just keep bringing John up. We'll have to put you in the intro. it yeah. can be sick of me by then. <laughs> No, it's been lots of fun and, um, again, thank you for coming in and thanks for being part of the show. Oh, absolute cool.
3: pleasure. Thanks, Thanks guys. very much.
0: All the best, guys. All right, Bye. see you. Bye. And now for a legal disclaimer. You have been listening to The Property Pod, produced and edited by 414 Media House in conjunction with 414 Real Estate and McGregor First National Propriety Limited. This podcast is general
1: information only and the thoughts and views expressed is the opinion of our panel and listeners should always seek their use their own investigation into any topic we discuss. To ensure they fully understand their own situation,
2: it does not constitute, should not be relied on as purchasing, selling, financial, or investment advice or recommendations, express or implied, and it should not be used as an invitation to take up any agent or investment services. No investment decision or activity should be undertaken on the basis of this.